What's poppin' people? This is uh, Brad Gonzalez with an all-new episode of The Bradcast. Now, I apologize that there has been recently a long delay between new episodes because I, myself, have been busy lately, you know, ever since, you know, I graduated from college with a BA in history, and so here's a little update that's been going on since the previous episode that I recorded. Now, I am officially a substitute teacher with the Kings Canyon Unified School District, so really quick because I think this will be a topic for another, you know, episode, hopefully if I get enough, you know, calls before the end of the school year, so... So far, it's been a pretty exciting experience, you know? And, yeah, and I really like it so far, even though there was, like, a little mishap with some student who just wanted to be a little jerk. Or, I should say, disruptive, though I felt bad for the kid, by the way. So, yeah, so it's been pretty interesting so far, and I really like it, and I hope I get more calls very soon. And I'll probably talk about my experiences with sub subbing more so in another episode. So, yeah, so that's what's been going on lately. So I've been, so I have, so this is basically my first real job, you know, and also got paid for attending a training a few weeks ago. So that was pretty unexpected, but pretty cool at the same time. And, yeah, so, I've been quite busy. The Oh, don't worry, I'm not forgetting about the podcast. Like, I do want to record more episodes and have more guests on, and we talk about a bunch of fun stuff and our opinions and, you know, what's been going on. And, you know, that's what the broadcast is about. We talk about mostly fun stuff and engaging topics and whatnot, you know. And... Everything else in between, and, you know, without any partisan politics or anything too serious, you know? We just want to have fun on a podcast. Okay, so... And I've also still been, you know, doing some gaming here and there on my Xbox One, PS4, and my gaming PC and the Switch Lite. Although I haven't really been playing my PlayStation 4 as of lately because... Well, the last game I played and bought on the PS4 this year was Persona 5 Strikers, and that was a pretty fun game. Sequel to Persona 5. Hold on. Now, that game was really fun. Like, unlike Persona 5, it was more of an action role-playing game. You know, you don't, you know, just take turns. You just go in and fight. You know, just fight them all. However, the thing with my PS4 is that, well, well, it's an older model of a PS4 from like the launch era. Like I got mine at the beginning, at the beginning of 2015, so which is about almost two almost two years, like a year and a half after it first launched. And yeah, that fan is like loud, especially with more graphically demanding games, especially the more recent ones. Like, oh my goodness, like. Like, it goes like, like a freaking jet engine, like, gosh, dang, it's loud, and I'm worried that, you know, it might overheat or something like that, and, you know, I, I usually clean it off, you know, I usually get the dust out and stuff, but, I don't know, just the fact that I have to deal with a loud fan that goes when I'm playing a game, 
just kind of discourages me from playing games on the PS4, especially newer ones though, but hey, you know, at least I was able to play Ghost of Tsushima and Spider-Man Miles Morales, Spider-Man, God of War, you know, all those games, you know, which is why I usually play on my PC or Xbox One or even the Switch Lite if a game's available right there, right there, <coughs> excuse me, right then and there. As for the Xbox, I've been playing Outriders through Game Pass, which is a new game, by the way, so, and thankfully, I didn't pay $60 and got off of Game Pass, which is kind of like Netflix for video games, you know, you just download a game and you play it, maybe try it out if you like it, and you eventually buy it down, down the road or something, and... Yeah, overall, I do like Outriders, it's just that, you know, the game just, there's some issues I have with the game, though, like, it's not a bad game, I actually like it, but, I don't know, sometimes, you know, it, there's, like, I don't know, I think it has to do with the tone of the game, and how it, and how it kind of, it's a bit too challenging on normal mode, but I guess it's an RPG, so maybe I should just switch it to easy, and then go back to normal once I level up and get some better gear. Overall, I like Outriders, and it's pretty fun. Wish I had some friends to play co-op with. And for the PC, I've been playing a lot of Civilization VI, yes. I love that game a lot, and I'll probably make another podcast episode about the game, you know, and why I love it so much. Like, it's basically a strategy simulation game where you just build an empire from scratch based on, you know, whether it be the United States, Britain, India, China, Japan, Mongolia, Russia, you know, any country that the game offers. You know, just build from scratch and, you know, you get to either go to war with everyone to take over the world, you know. Go, you know, to the moon if you get enough science points. Like, you know, every civilization in that game is different and has their own special abilities and attributes and even units. Like, for example, the United States has the Rough Riders, Ottoman Empire has the Janissaries, and the British have the Redcoats, and the Germans have the U Boats. <laughs> you know, a bunch of cool stuff. And I've also been playing a little bit of Titanfall 2, which is becoming popular again because of Apex Legends, which is a spinoff of Titanfall, so yeah, that's on the PC. As for the Switch, I haven't really been playing it that much, although I I did finish a playthrough of the game Hades, which I totally recommend, you know. It's also on PC as well, but I just like playing it on the go on the Switch, so pretty fun. Yeah, and that's enough of the gaming updates. Now... I like to go to the actual topic of this podcast. So, this will this episode will be part three of the college experience. Now, in the previous college experience episodes, I talked about my time and experiences at Rudy College, which is a community junior college. While this one will be about my experiences at Fresno State, which is a full-scale four-year university. So, I'm excited to talk about that, and, you know, and this episode is going to be a little special, too, because this weekend, Fresno State is having in-person graduation ceremonies for the classes of not only 2021, but also the class of 2020, if you, including those who graduated in the fall 2020 semester, or even in the spring 2020 semester, when, you know, when stuff hit the fan with the pandemic and stuff so yeah and 
uh, and although even though I got the, got an email about that, I was unfortunately unable to make it because of scheduling conflicts and you know with stuff going on, you know with my job and you know some stuff going on around the house and stuff. So I wish I would have gone though, but still, you know my both my parents work on the weekend and they probably won't make it. So. But still, I got my graduation pics, you know, finally developed after being taken in February. So, yeah. And I also added a little shout-out to the both classes of 2020 and 2021 on that post, you know. However, before I start to start talking about my experiences at Fresno State, I'd like to give a special shout-out to the classes of 2020 and class... Excuse me, my bad. The classes of 2020 and 2021 who, if they were able to do so, are at are having their in-person ceremonies at Bulldog Stadium, you know, which are distance, you know, masks on, you know, because of COVID, even though people are being vaccinated and cases are going down here in the States and stuff like that. And things are being getting opened up a bit more. So, yeah. And... And I am part of the class of 2020 because I graduated in fall. So, yeah, I will save us to both classes. You guys made it through one hell of a year with COVID and the pandemic and the curveball that, that you threw at us. But despite all of that and, you know, having go online, you know, starting in March, you know, the Zoom classes... And you know, having to do work, homework online, and use a digital library, and you know, ebooks and stuff like that. And you know, having virtual meetings with professors if you needed that, you know. And you know, things were tough, things were more challenging. But hey, we made it. And you know, I am proud of. Of everyone you know I have some friends you know who are part of the class of 2021 that are there especially some of my fellow history majors who have made it you know and some class of 2020 over there too and you know I'm very proud of you you guys gals and everyone else in between I'm very proud of you and I wish and pray that Everyone in the classes of 2020 and 2021 has a bright future of, ahead of them, whether it be they go to the workforce, you know, right after with their new, fresh, new, hot degree, or they decide to go for a doctorate, excuse me, <clears throat> master's or a doctorate or, you know, somewhere beyond that, or if they decide to go join the military after, because there are some people who actually go join the military, uh, military after they go to college, so... Whatever your path may be, you know, I am proud of you, and you guys are totally awesome, okay? Especially my fellow history majors, you know, we are all historians now, and now we have this vast knowledge of history, regardless of, you know, which part of history, history we prefer or have a preference to, so, yeah. Everyone in the class of 2020 and class of 2021, you guys are awesome. I'm proud of you. So that so that was my little brief shout out to the classes of 2020 and 2021. And you know, if you're listening to listening to this, I hope you like what I had to say because I'm proud of you and I love everyone. Okay. So <clears throat> now going on to the actual topic of today's episode. 
So right after I graduated from Reedy College in the spring 2018 semester, I was hyped and excited and nervous at the same time to go attend Fresno State because, you know, this is going to be, because I knew that this was going to be a totally different ball game, you know, when compared to Reedy College. Because Fresno State, when compared to Reedy College, is a huge university and you know if you've gone to a community college like where it would be a really college Fresno City Clovis Community College of Sequoias even Cresta College over in the Central Coast you know they're like usually a little smaller than regular universities and they're easy to navigate through and well don't get me wrong they do have some cool features and buildings and whatnot but Fresno State oh man it's a huge campus, and you're gonna probably gonna have a hard time, you know, navigating your way through the campus as well because it's much bigger than a high school. Although I will say that you know most community colleges themselves are bigger than high schools, but not as big as universities like Fresno State or you know whichever university you may attend or go to. Okay, and you know I had to prepare myself mentally for the workload because usually universities have a large little bit larger workload than community colleges you know scrap that scrap that i mean they have a bigger workload than what you may find at community colleges depending on what you're majoring in and depending what classes you're going to be taking as well you know yeah and which is which you know makes me realize why people recommend that you start out a community college before you go to a four-year university Okay, and I'll kind of learn that over there a little bit based on my experiences. So, yeah, so I was excited and nervous at the same time to go to Fresno State after, you know, graduating from Reedy College. So, July, late July rolls around, and I had to attend like a new student orientation at Fresno State called Dog Days. And, you know, it was a hot day, but I had to, but I kept on a cool shirt on, you know, nothing, you know, too hot or too dark because, you know, wearing a dark shirt on a hot day makes you feel hot. I'll just go on a little off topic right there, so. So it was basically like a tour of the campus and we got to hear speeches from the president of the camp of the, of the campus and, you know, hear about all the cool stuff and learn about, you know, the obligatory diversity and sexual harassment stuff you know and got to meet some of our future friends and fellow majors of whatever you're going to be majoring in and through there I actually met one of my cool friends who I haven't seen since the pandemic started named uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan Brower yeah yeah, he was a cool dude, you know, met him there first, and also saw another familiar face from Reedy College, who was in my American Sign Language class, who is also a history major too, so that was pretty cool as well, you know. So, so it was basically a tour of the campus, pretty long, you know. I'm not. Sh I don't remember if I had coffee that day, but I probably did because, you know, I was able to focus on what was going on and stuff like that. And 
There was lunch. We couldn't go eat at the Panda Express or, you know, the Taco Bell or the Robertitos or the Subway or, or you know, whatever is in the food court. We were served, like, a decent food. It was like, like, like a chicken and rice dish or something that they made. It's pretty good. Pretty feeling. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, right after another few speeches and presentations, we finally got to select which classes we had to, we would take. And it wasn't too hard to pick out my first classes at Fresno State since transferring, so I picked out some obligatory general ed classes that I still needed to take, such as one was a music class. I forget the exact name, but we learned about, you know, music and, you know, what they mean and whatnot. And, and I chose a science class, which was meteorology, which I was really looking forward to, not going to lie, because well, the class was called Severe Weather, but it was basically just meteorology and, you know, kind of like what you see on the news with Colby Sideropoulos or Angelo on ABC 30. Really looking forward to that because I actually wanted to be a meteorologist back then, you know, before I changed my mind over the years, you know. Another class was a history class called History 4, which is a class that all history majors need to take, and it was like kind of like a writing class, class, you know, introducing us to the concepts that history majors must do, because, you know, majoring in history is not what you expect, though, okay? So, yeah, it's not just recognizing names and dates, it's analyzing, forming arguments, and, you know, this and that, which I'll probably talk about later, more than likely. And another history class, which was about the history of anti-Semitism, which, by the sound of it, it sounds like it's going to be one of those super preachy, you know, wokish classes, what they might call it, but it ended up being the opposite, though, and it ended up being one of my favorite classes, despite the dark subject matter of the history of anti-Semitism, which is, you know, the history of hatred against Jewish people and the Jewish religion, which, in my opinion, you know, I would suggest, you know, people would take, regardless if they're not majoring in history or not, because, you know, I feel like as if, you know, not to get too deep into this stuff, but I do think anti-Semitism doesn't really get much attention as it did back then, you know? So, yeah. And then after that, went home, got some more preparations done over, over my last few weeks of summer vacation and then I uh, and then I was ready to go come August I forget the exact day but it was my first day as a Fresno State student I was gonna say Fresno State Bulldog but people might mistake me for being part of the bulldog gang there which is why you know there's somewhat of a stigma wearing fresno state gear because you know a lot of bulldog gang members wear that, that same gear and stuff so yeah i gotta be careful so i'm gonna refer myself as a student rather than a bulldog okay just to be clear about that and in case if you're wondering how i got to fresno state well here's how it happened okay since I don't drive yet, I do plan on learning how to drive very, very soon. 
but at the time I didn't drive so what I would do was that there would be like this bus that would go by the community center here in Reedley and it would go all the way to Fresno and all the way back so and it was pretty convenient too because it would stop by an area in, area in Fresno going toward downtown near the fairgrounds though it was more near the fairgrounds than downtown but you know what I mean and you know then I take a fax bus which is a Fresno City Transit buses you know that are pretty nice and spiffy although kind of sketchy at times and conveniently that particular fax bus would go all the way to a bus stop right right at Fresno City which was awesome okay but I did have to pay some money for the buses, bus rides. But thankfully, I was able to get some get some financial aid, fortunate, fortunately, and stuff like that. So yeah, and how I get home was that you sometimes I sometimes a friend who lived in Reedley would give me a ride home. With a, sometimes a family member would too if they attended, and. Usually I had to call an Uber to pick me up and take me back home, which was a little pricey, but you know, I was still able to afford it too. <laughs> so, right on, right on, got to campus. I had some issues trying to find my first class, which was a music class, but thankfully, you know, I was able to find it with some help from some very nice fellow students and staff and you know I was able to find it before class started and you know I was nervous okay I was very nervous about you know being a new student at this new campus which I've you know I've taken tours of before like back in you know eighth grade and then dog days and you know seeing pictures of you know and stuff like that but this was like a new school okay like I've never been to before though but thankfully before I went to my first class I paid a visit to my cousin who was also a student there at the time and was working with the special ed specifically the deaf and hard of hearing because he was majoring in sign language just like my friend Amanda so said hi to him you know we talked for a bit then I would head straight then headed straight to my first class which was music well I forgot the exact name but it was just basically you know you know I'll just describe the class you know so basically you know this music class I took during my first semester at Fresno State <coughs> Fresno State was basically we learned about you know the history of music but it was but it wasn't a history class at all though and we learned about you know the meaning of behind music and you know how it came to be like usually American music that's what we mostly learn about you know American music you know like from Motown to rock and roll to heavy metal to hip-hop and rap and the coolest part about this class was that you know we were able to listen to music and the Shazam app was recommended by students because we had to take quizzes online well this was a hybrid class though so we had in-person classes and we do work with our classmates online you know and and thankfully with the shazam app we were able to you know record song you know shazam songs just for a little bit of help sometimes which is pretty cool and how i would 
right? This class was, it was pathetically easy. Like, it could be the easiest class ever, okay? I mean, despite, you know, this big, kind of big paper you had to type, like, midway through, it was an easy class. Like, the tests were easy, presentations were easy. Yeah, I mean, it was easy, like, so easy, a video game journalist wouldn't have to... <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I mean, it was so easy that a video game wouldn't have to complain about or write a petition saying, oh, please put an easy mode or something, okay? Yeah, it was pretty easy, though. Very engaging material. And the professor was pretty cool. And he actually is a musician as well with... Uh, Within the music department over there too. But I never got to listen to his music though. Unfortunately. But one day I'll listen to his CDs. Or wherever I can listen to. And you know. The coolest part of one of the. Assignments. Is that we got to attend concerts. Like we had to attend at least one. Jazz inspired concert. Or a jazz concert. Which I went to at the Clovis library one day. And it could be. Another concert of your choice, which included church services, so I was able to go to my local church. Well, the church that I attend, by the way, on a Sunday and, you know, took a little bit of notes a little bit. Or, you know, try to record what I, in my mind, what I saw, you know, from the performance, you know, before, you know, the pastor gave his sermon, you know. So yeah, overall I liked this class a lot, even though it was pathetically easy. I mean, it was pathetically easy, okay? Alrighty, going on to the second class of that day. It was severe weather, or should I just say meteorology, because that's what it basically, basically is, though. Well, while well, we did learn about tornadoes, hurricanes, thunderstorms, etc., etc., but yeah, and the guy and the professor, you know, I really liked him. His name was Stuart McFeeters, and he was a pretty chill and very honest guy, okay? So, and he was very nice, though there was times where he'd sometimes insert his personal political views, sometimes, especially, you know, since. We also learned about climate change, and that's now a political, kind of a heated political issue nowadays. Even though that, you know, you shouldn't really be divided over such an issue about that stuff. I don't know, I'm not going to get too deep into that. So, yeah, he was still a nice guy, despite, you know, having to insert his own political views here and there and go on little rants here and there, especially about the previous president which you know got a little annoying but hey you know you gotta expect that stuff from professors you know they will get political you know even though you may agree or disagree you know but he was so cool dude you know he was very caring and understanding about us too and you know he even you know brought up that you know that professors seem to have free speech issues and he said you know you could say whatever you want in the class you know you have free speech which i acknowledge which i like that too you know 
because because what he said was true though because you know college professors may sometimes be have, go on some masses of power or eagle trip this is not about all professors though because most professors I knew were nice even though I even though they get a little political at times you know sometimes to my annoyance but I'm not gonna shut them up or anything and you know and in, and not to mention that there is a few free speech instances involving professors over there at Fresno State too and and, and you know, I'm just glad he was able to acknowledge that all students have free speech, even in his class too, which I thought that was awesome, and I still respect him for that to this day. So basically, the workload was basically just a lecture, and we took notes, and we have like tests and quizzes, and sometimes we may watch documentaries about weather, like thunderstorms, tornadoes, hailstorms, and stuff. And... One thing I didn't quite like was that sometimes it was a little challenging, especially the math parts, but thankfully it wasn't like hard math. It was like more like simple basic calculations and whatnot, though. And, you know, I was able to get through that pretty well. And we were able to ask for some help sometimes, especially from our, you know, fellow students. And, you know, overall, I found it to be quite the interesting class, and sometimes I would even read the... I'd read the textbook during my free time because you know it was I like reading you know textbooks in my free time and I always find it to be quite the interesting thing to do. But I mainly just read it you know when I had to study too you know, especially on 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 the way on the fax bus you know I was doing a little bit of studying by reading the textbook and and somebody asked me hey is that a book about the weather like yeah it's for a class fair as I say it's like oh cool it's Kind of like what you see on TV and stuff, isn't it? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. So, going on to my next class. Uh, yeah, on that day. History 4. Okay, so it's basically a mandatory history class that all history majors have to take. And it's a writing class too. And I would say this would be my most challenging class that semester. Because, you know, of the... Well, the workload wasn't too big, it was just mainly just a bunch of writing and stuff. And a little bit of reading too, because we had to read a book about, you know, history and whatnot. And and I thought the professor was pretty cool too. And pretty chill and as well. Well, not chill, but more so a little bit laid back and kind of funny too. And, and I think he also taught history at Clovis Community as well. And, you know, we were, you know, talking about, you know, what we as historians do and stuff. And, you know, from that class, I've learned that majoring in history isn't what you may think it is. Because it's not just memorizing days or dates or people or persons or stuff. It's, you know, analyzing the events of the past and, you know... And making arguments and you know why it happened and how it happened and the, impl and the implications it may have and you know may you know draw some arguments you know on you know whether or not this or that was justified or you know or if these were, were people were really there during that time or what really happened or you know your perception you know a bunch of you know very intriguing stuff and Part of the mid-term assignment was 
no, no, not the midterm assignment. I mean, the final assignment, I should say, was our own history paper based on any topic from history. Though he recommended that we do it, you know, sometime after 1600 because it's a little easier than doing stuff from way back in the day. And I ended up choosing a hard topic because I was interested in it and that would be the Kievan Rus people of Eastern Europe which was basically medieval Russia and Ukraine and all those East European Slavic countries because I was always interested in you know Russian history Ukrainian history you know East European history mainly Russian history but because considering that Russian history is also tied with Ukrainian history and Slavic East Slavic history you know I was always interested in that too and and considering that you know I had to come up with something I found out that there's like a little debate on you know whether or not that the Rus people were Vikings from Scandinavia who arrived in Eastern Europe at a certain time rather than just being Eastern Slavs themselves so I based my paper around that and it was pretty challenging too because I had to get like a bunch check out a bunch of books from the school library like the that were like basically like medieval texts from like the Byzantine Empire and whatnot, like the Annals of Saint Bertin and stuff like that. And I also had to get some secondary sources, like you know, about Vikings in freaking East Europe and stuff like that. And I had to formulate my own, you know, hypothesis and my argument based on it. And yeah, it was pretty challenging, and I was working on it even mere minutes before it was due and thank and thank the lord i got it done you know i got it straight there and done and, and was able to turn it in before you know it was due and believe me i was a little stressing out a little bit not gonna lie because we also had to put in like footnotes and a bibliography a detailed one too where we had to describe what the text is and whatnot too like yeah that stuff was challenging but we got used to it though we all got used to it in that class. Mm -hmm. And we had to also do a little presentation about our paper too before it was in the weeks before it was due too. And I was able to do my presentation. And I got some applauses and some criticisms based on feedback I got. But it was still a good presentation. Like that. Mm -hmm. And... In case if you want to know, I basically argue that the Rus, Kievan Rus of, you know, medieval Russia and Ukraine back then were Vikings, even though personally I don't believe that, but I just went with that argument because there is like more evidence for that based on what I've read. So yeah, and during winter break that, after that semester, I got a good grade on it and I passed. And I didn't have to worry about taking another class like that until History 100W in the Spring 2020 semester, which I'll probably talk about in uh, in another video because there's like a lot, and I mean a lot of stuff to talk about during well, during this. And I think it may I may take too long of a podcast episode to do so. So now I didn't go to this class on the first day it was actually on like the next day of class like on the second day of my class it was a uh, history 181 i think it was about the history of anti-semitism and stuff now 
I was a little concerned that it might be one of those super preachy, wokish classes, you know. But it ended up being the opposite of that. I mean, yeah, we did talk about, you know, bigotry and stuff like that against Jews. But it wasn't, you know, like where, where you may, you know, I don't know how to describe it. But yeah, we basically learned about the history of, you know, anti-semitism and turns out that anti-semitism goes back way back then and stuff and mo most of the anti-semitic tropes like you know jewish control over banks or you know the world and stuff actually developed during medieval europe and perhaps the most disturbing one was the one about the blood libel where you know jews would be accused of you know drinking the blood of children and making matzah crackers and stuff yeah very disturbing stuff and some of the you know stuff the jews had to endure because of that like some were kicked out some were freaking hung yeah serious stuff though but it was still pretty interesting though and we did kind of talk about how talk about the whole thing about the state of israel because there's some anti-semitism that goes toward that stuff as well even though even though that you know there sometimes it's not really anti-semitic but i'm not gonna get into that stuff it's like kind of complicated i should say so yeah it was pretty interesting class overall and it even counted to a jewish studies minor and you know i did think about minoring in jewish studies at the during the time too so Too. So, but I figured, you know, my, I just want to major in history, so that's it. And the instructor, he was like the, one of the youngest instructors I've ever met, youngest professors I've ever met, and his name was uh, Bradley W. Hart, and he was surprised that he has a student with the same name as me, even though it's spelled slightly differently, like mine doesn't have an E, while his has an E in it. And he also wrote a, a book around a time called Hitler's American Friends about American friends, you know, it was about, you know, Nazi sympathizers during World War II and stuff, and it ended up becoming a huge hit, apparently, to the point where he actually went on different podcasts and got interviewed on the news and had book signings and stuff, too. Like, he became pretty popular because of that book, too. And right now, I think he's like a visiting fellow at the Institute of Foreign Relations in Washington, D.C. Right now, but he's still teaching online classes, based on what I've heard. Yeah, and he was like a chill and cool guy too, and you know, he was a little funny sometimes as well. Despite, you know, some of the dark sh stuff we talk about in this class. Because, you know, anti-Semitism is like bigotry, and it's bad, it's wrong, you know. You should never, you know, treat your fellow Jewish friend or whoever is Jewish like garbage. You should treat them with respect. And, you know, be nice to them, you know. And... And our final in that class was pretty open-ended as well. Like, some of us wrote posters, some of us wrote pamphlets, wrote essays. Like, it could be anything, though. So, yeah, actually, kind of, you know, I you know I miss um, Dr. Hart. You know, he was a pretty cool guy. Pretty cool, pretty cool instructor, you know. Now, some other experiences during my first semester at Fresno State was the gym they have it's like very big very nice too 
And, you know, the first time I went in there, you know, I had to buy, like, a locker, a locker and stuff like that. And I needed some help. And I actually ran into an old friend of mine from high school who was on the swim team with me. And he was there, too, and he actually helped me as well. And, you know, he turns out he also works out there, too. And he's, you know, he's pretty ripped as well, I should say. <laughs> so, yeah, we talked for a little bit and, you know... Yeah, it was pretty cool to see somebody who I haven't seen since high school, too. So, going back to the whole thing with the, with the gym, like, they have, like, a bunch of cool workout equipment and they even have, like, some water available, too, that you could buy or put your water bottle in and it fills it in for you. It has some treadmills, some weights, some pretty good weights as well, and even have, like, a, like some indoor tennis courts in there too and some basketball courts and it even had like an indoor track too which was pretty awesome as well and they had some tvs in there where you know it was mostly just news or like some tv shows or something like that they could probably watch while you're on a treadmill or just working out in the background sometimes there'd be music played you know by one of the staff members who'd like to plug your phone into a speaker and it played like whatever is on their phone or something but mostly i just had my earbuds on and my own music and just worked out lifted weights and you know i'd go there like about three to four times a week depending on if, if i had time or not i mostly did have time unless if i had to study or you know finish up a paper between my classes and stuff and gosh darn i really do miss using the gym at Fresno state and you know and you know hopefully you know I could, you know, still use it if I ever returned there to get my master's or my teaching credentials or something. Who knows? And, you know, if you ever go there, you should check it out because I'd recommend you at least work out, you know, almost every day or whenever you can, though. Just get a good workout, whether it be running, lifting weights, or even just walking, too. That's a good workout as well. And my thoughts on... Oh, before that, I have to talk about the food court too. Like the food court was pretty, was pretty cool, cool as well. And they had like a pan. I mentioned this earlier though, by the way. They had a Pan Express, a Subway, uh, Robertino's, which I wouldn't suggest. Their food is greasy as hell, by the way. Just saying. Also had a Taco Bell and their own little restaurant called. The Bucket, which is like a little bar and grill that burgers and chicken stuff. Very good stuff. <laughs> Very good food. And they also had like a little juice bar and like a little donut, little donut shop, shop too near the bowling alley. And speaking of the bowling alley, which I haven't used though, I've been in there but I didn't play play anything. It's basically like a, it's a decently sized bowling alley where. You know, during your free time, or you could reserve it there. You could just play, do some bowling, some bowling action. Pretty fun stuff. I should, pr pretty fun stuff based on what I've seen. And there's also a bowling class too, which I did want to take eventually, but I just never did, unfortunately. So I don't know. Maybe one day I'll just rent rent that bowling lane out and play some bowling with some friends. And there are some pool tables and arcade games too, similar to Ridley College, but bigger. Better too, I should say. And scattered throughout the campuses are little mini marts that are called Paws and Go, which Paws as in P A W S, like the paw of the dog. And 
basically they sold what you might find like at a mini mart like uh like drinks snacks soda sanitary items you name it they got it very yeah very cool to have like some mini mart scattered throughout campus like that and the bookstore though is like three stories tall i mean no not three stories like about three stories like a lower basement ish level and then there's like an upper level and another upper level like they sold more than just textbooks you could buy them they also had like laptops you could buy especially apple products and they had some electronics they had some stationary items some drinks some food backpacks and part of the bookstore was that they even had like a clothing merchandise shop too which they have like friends will say shirts hoodies pants tank tops and you know water bottles hydroflask which i did buy a hydroflask though by the way and they even had like a bunch of friends will say merchandise too and I also bought a hoodie friends will say hoodie from there during at the beginning of the spring 2020 semester so it's pretty cool to see that I'm going to do that as well. They even had some study guides, you know, like for like math or science or foreign languages up there where they had the books that you could buy and rent. Even though I never really bought a book there. Well, the only book that I actually bought there was for the music class because they actually make their own textbook there for that class. So that's the only thing I ever bought from the bookstore up there. So yeah now and the library now the outside of the library was like the coolest thing i have ever seen but inside is like it's like three i think three four levels i think i forget like i do know that the very top is where the president's office is at, and he has his own little courtroom no, no not courtroom like his own little garden up there as well you know where he just walks out and gets a nice view of this of the campus and not only you know did the library have like have like books like you know based on any particular topic you know whether it be history english all that stuff they also had some comic books and graphic novels there too and that was pretty awesome as well and in one of the floors there was little study rooms that you could rent with a few of your fellow classmates and get, just study and stuff like that. And, and you could just go to any table and just use your computer or laptop and do some homework and papers and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I'm about to repeat myself, stuff like that. And sometimes I see people play like Magic the Gathering or Yu-Gi-Oh! Or maybe bring their little laptop and they play like a little PC game. Like I remember when Call of Duty Mobile came out, there was like a version that could be emulated on like a computer and, it, and I used to see them play that game on their little laptops and stuff and in one of the store excuse me one of the floors I mean there's there a little Starbucks up there too which I've been to several times just to get like a quick coffee some here and there yeah that was very cool to have a Starbucks in like one of the floors where you know however it gets packed there a lot because you know everyone loves starbucks for some reason so yeah and when one of the times i was able to make it though was when there wasn't that much people or it was like barely empty so yeah starbucks Brazil state gets packed just like the rest of them <laughs> now I think I'm going to conclude this episode because I ha still have a lot to talk about and I think I might be going for a bit. 
too long here with this episode because, well, there's like a lot I need to talk about and, you know, I do have to do some stuff later on today. So, anyway, so I will continue with, which I hope would be the last part of the college experience episode, which will be part four next time where I talk about my second, third, and final semester over there at Fresno State, along with some extra experiences I have had at Fresno State, you know. And, yeah, hopefully you guys tune in to the next episode where I continue the story and hopefully conclude it so I can get to other topics that I want to talk about on the podcast. And one last shout out to the classes of 2020 and 2021. You guys are awesome. Congratulations. And I look forward to what you guys have in store for the future. And I'll see you guys next time.